0: Welcome to the place where chats, Jesus, and good shenanigans collide. It's the Restore and Reconcile podcast, and I'm your host, Selena C.C. Owsley. I hope that all is well with you and y'all been doing all right. I am out here just seeing all the fog and definitely chilly temperatures, but. It just reminds me that even though the lingering winter fields are still kind of around, make no mistake, the seasons have changed. Um, You have so many signs of it all around. Trees are starting to bud. Grass is starting to come back super lush and green and full of life. And so I want that to be just a quick sidebar. I don't care how things may look or feel to you. Know that your season has indeed changed. Irregardless of the residue that might be trying to hang on from the past season. Oh, we got new life going on. Okay? And I want you to embrace that new life and move forward with the resurgence of life and energy and strength. All that is available to you if you embrace it. If you say, Lord, oh, yeah, we in a new season and I want to walk that thing all the way out. And so I pray that that is your desire to just walk out this next new beautiful season of revitalization, of growth, of freshness with the Lord. Amen. Amen. So. I wanted to get into really quickly, um, a incident or not even incident, like a situation and a testimony that came about, uh, this week for me. So I was talking to one of my friend girls a few days ago and we were, just kind of discussing what, just kind of catching up seeing how things had been going and she was telling me on her way home that you know some things were coming up and she just needed to really see the Lord work out some things for her and so we prayed and you know just walked that you know just prayed and asked the Lord to let his peace abide with her as she moved into uh, what the next couple weeks would look like for her. And so I'd say about maybe 15, 20 minutes later, she called me and she was like, sis, I had to call you back because I just want to give my testimony. I said, well, testify. So when she got home, she received um, a wonderful surprise waiting for her in her mailbox. And she said she really thanked God because he had already solved the problem before she got home to even talk long about the issue we had talked about in the car on her way home. So I thought about that and I had some things that I've been working with and, you know, kind of been tussling with. And I was like, Lord, what, how am I supposed to resolve all this? Like, how am I going to dot these I's and cross these T's and make sure that after those have been addressed, I can freely resolve the stuff that is further out to take care of? So as I was sitting there, and I had been, if I'm honest, I had been in a bit of a frenzy uh probably for the last 2 3 weeks for real about how all of that was going to shake out and lo and behold i kind of sat still uh yesterday morning while i was at work and i was just like lord i know the answer is right is your the answer is close i just got to sit around And just kind of, I have to sit here and really just see it. If I just sit still, if I just take a breather, I know you're going to work this out. Because you've worked it out so many times before. And I know this situation, this time will be no different. I know you're going to work this out for me. And so I was um, sitting at work and the Lord reminded me of some resources that I had completely forgot about. And I was like, well, are you sure? Because I don't know. How much time has been invested over there? So I don't know if it's um, if that's going to be good for me to do and make that attempt. And the Lord was like, go ahead and pull it up. And lo and behold, I went to my work emails, clicked on the last most recent email I had gotten in my work email and did a little bit of logging in and creating an account lo and behold what i needed the resources that i was needing was literally in my inbox all this time been in my inbox for months and i literally discovered it i finally pushed a couple buttons and realized that what I needed had been in my possession all this time. I just needed to slow down, read my emails, and follow some instructions. Problem solved and crisis averted. So when I think about scripture that correlates to the blessings and the beauty of being still. The scripture that immediately came to mind was, Be still and know that I am God. And so you will find that. And of course, I got two new favorites: I got the Christian Standard Bible version and the Passion Translation. So today we're going to look at Psalm 46:10 in the Passion Translation. And it says, Surrender your anxiety. Be still and realize that I am God. I am God above all the nations and I am exalted throughout the whole earth. When I tell you that that literally sums up God's response to me when I got done doing what I needed to do, and setting up proper accounts so that I can navigate the resources that was I've been sitting on all this time. That was like what he was saying to me. Sis, baby girl, be cool. See what happened? All you had to do was slow down and be quiet. You just sat there and you closed your mouth and you got quiet. When you do that, when you still yourself, when you quiet yourself, Holy Spirit is best capable of speaking to you. Because the thing about it is the Bible tells us countless times. He does not always talk loudly to us. The way that the volume that I'm speaking to you is not necessarily always the way the Lord will speak to us. Right. Um, I believe it was Ezekiel. I'll go back and find it for y'all. And I'll put it in the notes. I'll I'll put it in the comments uh, on IG. But it was like the Bible talks about there being a whirlwind. Then there was rushing waters. And then after all of that passed, the next thing that the writer of the scripture heard was a still small voice. Speaking to them, letting them know that everything was going to work out, that they were in the presence of God. How amazing is it to know that all you have to do is surrender your anxiety to the Lord. When you are willing to release those things that are bothering you, those things that are trying to torment you, those things that are trying to hem you up, hold you down, hold you back. It is all a tactic and a trick of the enemy to literally try to get you in such a panic and a frenzy that you won't even do what you know to do. Because when you are in, um, and out, let me go back. So in my class that, um, and shout out to Word of Prayer Bible Institute, because this associates class of 2023, we almost done. Okay, so we graduate in a few months. Hallelujah. But in the module we just completed, in this section of study we just got done with, we were uh, learning and understanding um, healing and deliverance and warfare. And so one of the points that we were told and taught was when casting out demons, when you are doing deliverance ministry... Um, you don't have to yell, you don't have to scream, the volume of your voice does not move a demon. Now, let me be clear, there are going to be some times where you might need, you're going to need to nook if you buck, as my, as my Atlanta sisters, Gabby and Jasmine tell us. You're going to have to nook if you buck, like my, like my sister Sharva says, you better empty that clip. All those things are very true, however calm. The the teaching that we've received and the Bible absolutely backs it up is that the volume of your voice is not necessary to rout a demon or to cast them out. Where your authority is, where your power is to cast out that demon is your authority in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't have to yell at a demon to tell them to come out or to get away from me. I'm pretty sure when, when Jesus was talking to Peter and Peter was talking a little reckless, Jesus simply said, get thee behind me, Satan. It doesn't say, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Like he wasn't talking to Peter like that. Uh-uh. He told Satan, which uh, in Hebrew means the accuser. He was telling uh, Satan, no, get behind me. Like... I'm going to tell you flat-footed, I'm going to tell you um, as simply as I'm saying that this grass is green, that you need to get behind me, and Jesus is speaking, so it's in his name, it's with the authority that he has all of heaven backing him with, and for us it's the same thing, we can say, listen, in the name of Jesus, you got to go. And I believe the blood of Jesus against you. I don't have to yell. I don't have to make a whole scene. If I'm out and about. And I see something trying to cut up. And I'm like oh no no no. I ain't got to be out there. Going all off. But. Know that you have authority. In the name of Jesus. And when you know that authority. You can address. What's going on. So your volume It doesn't always require a lot of noise to get the job done. And the Lord doesn't have to come at you in this loud, booming voice to get your attention either. Holy Spirit is so capable of literally tugging at your heart. He's able to um, speak to you in a voice that's gentle and soothing and say, Daughter, I got you. Don't worry about that. Now, let me be clear. Jesus don't play about us. He don't play about his siblings. God don't play about his children. He will bring the heat if he needs to, and he will bring the boom, sonic boom, if he needs to. But the Lord really does want us to learn how to hear him when he speaks to us in a very still and a small voice. Because what it forces us to do is to practice stillness and silence before him. Because all the time in prayer, it's not necessary to speak. The Bible tells us that there are literally groanings and utterings that we may release during prayer. He understands exactly what that means. If we just simply say the name Jesus, he knows exactly what we mean when we say it. He knows what every tear If you are literally to the point where there are no words for what you're going through, but you are literally crying and you are just releasing tears, he knows that those tears are tears of praise, of worship, of gratitude, of grief, of heaviness, of anger. He knows what that is. But if you're willing to just settle yourself in his presence, He can minister to you. He can speak to you and address whatever that issue is. So I just decided to skim Psalm 46 to get a better understanding of that one verse, verse 10. And just to see what the whole chapter is about. Psalms 46, the heading underneath it says, God on our side. And so, the first verse, is it starts off good, okay? So, verse 1 starts out, and again, this is the Passion Translation. God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble. More than enough and always available whenever I need you. Verse 2, so we will never fear... Even if every structure of support were to crumble away, we would not fear even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. We have to be able to remember and always be cognizant that he is outlasting any and everything that comes or goes in our life. Every situation, every relationship, every job, every vehicle, every house, whatever is your support, whatever is your sustenance, God is your source. And he is capable of providing any resources that you need. All you have to do is put your faith in him. All you have to do is contend for the faith that you have in Christ. That you will do what is necessary to not let that faith ever erode when the storms of life may come. So we will... I'm just going to jump down to... Uh, Verse 7, 8, and 9. And it says, Here he comes, the commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies, is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Everyone look. Come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God. And this next part is what jammed me all the way up. For he brings both ruin and revival. He's the one who makes conflicts end throughout the earth breaking and burning every weapon of war. Listen, we serve a God who not only can bring revival, but he brings ruin. And when I tell you to ruin something is to mar it or to scar it, to um, to destroy it, to bring it to an end, to, to mess it up. And one thing about it, we don't ever have to wonder or worry about the things that we may go through. Because when we call on the Lord, when we run to him, the Bible tells us that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous can run in and they are safe. When we run into our strong tower, he sends out the armies. He sends, he he goes out there and fights for us. And let me tell you something. He will ruin your enemies and bring revival to the things that needs to come back to life in your life. Amen. So I just wanted to encourage you today that it is a blessing and beautiful to be able to say, I'm going to stop when things get hard, when you feel like your faith is being tested, when you feel like trials are coming back to back to back to back. And it feels like your faith might try to erode or try to leave out with the next high tide. No, no, no. Remember that you just need to stand still and see God's moving. See his hand. See him literally move across the horizon of your life and address the situations in your life that need to be brought to ruin and to revival because he is capable of bringing an end to the things that are trying to end you and bring life and speak life and and pour life into the places that need to come back to its full, green, strong potential, to come back fully to life, fully resurrected for you so that you are able to move and do the things that please him And that will cause you to just shine for Jesus. That will cause you to grow and to become a better wife, mother, sister, daughter, friend, and daughter of God. You will become a much better soldier and warrior in this army of the Lord. And contend for your faith like never before. Amen. If you're listening to this episode today, and you know the Lord, and you just need a bit of a push, I pray that you are able to lean into God, that you are able to find Him and trust Him again, because sometimes life comes to us in crazy ways, and it can throw us, it can throw us into a tailspin, and we not always, we forget where our trust, where our hope is. And I want to pray with you, all right? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for my brother, my sister in Christ. Lord, I thank you for covering them, keeping them, for bringing them to this point, this moment, where they have run into this episode. And Lord, I pray that they hear your heart, that they hear you calling and beckoning them to come back, to come back and find your right footing, to come back and stand on a solid and secure foundation, which is you and your word and your will for their life. Lord, I pray that they receive a second wind. I pray that they, um, find revival, that they are renewed, and they are reminded to just be still and know that you are God, that you will be exalted, that you will be exalted in their life, in the earth, and in the lives of those around them, and Lord, I pray that they get another chance to just say, Lord, I believe you, I have faith in you that their faith is renewed, and that they are encouraged to go on, that they are encouraged to contend for this faith that they have held on to, that they have stood on for so long. Lord, I thank you for renewing their hope. I thank you for letting them come back so that they can rebuild their trust in you, that they are pushing, striving to get closer to you these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're listening to this podcast today and you don't know Jesus, but you want to know him better, you want to understand how to have a faith that doesn't erode with the situations and the trials and the craziness of life, let's pray together, all right? Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask for your forgiveness for all of my sins. Lord, I repent and I accept your free gift of salvation. And I believe that you lived, you died on the cross for me, that you were buried and you rose up with all power in your hands just for me. And Lord, I pray that you come into my heart, that you bring Holy Spirit to be my partner, to help me to live my life holy and set apart, to please you and to do your will in the earth. Lord, I thank you. I love you. And I'm so glad that I am yours and you are mine. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, you are saved and welcome to the family. Listen, get into a Bible believing church, get a Bible, find healthy community that knows the Lord and they are living a right life and they will help you as you begin your new journey with Jesus. I love y'all. Listen, y'all take care. Be encouraged. Do not be afraid in the midst of craziness. And even when everything is going well, don't be afraid to sit still and hear God and get silent before him. Let him speak to your heart. Let him whisper words of love, encouragement, strength, and peace to you. Be still and know that he is God and let him be exalted in your life. Thank you for listening to Restored and Reconciled. I love you. We'll see you soon.